What's going on, everybody? This is the Willing to Go Ham podcast. You know, with Wild Card Weekend, I thought I, you know, I thought to myself, let me go ahead and get some of my picks in, man. This isn't going to be a long podcast. I'm going to just get straight to the point, obviously, with some of my picks for today's games, that is. Uh, so, you know, obviously, I'm a little sad that the Eagles aren't in the playoffs, but I mean, hey, it is what it is. Anything to get that number six pick, right? Right. <laughs> so, uh, let's go on ahead and let's get started with this uh, Buffalo Bills versus the Indianapolis Colts game at 105. Um, you know, Buffalo has actually overachieved a lot this season. Not saying that they're not a good team, but they found a way to get hot. Josh Allen has actually lessened his turnovers. He's done a great job of facilitating the ball into the right receiver's hands, obviously. Putting the ball in good... He could throw it in tight windows. And to me, honestly, I'm not trying to troll. I think he has a better, more arm strength than Patrick Mahomes does. I think he's a guy that can... Um, he's, he's a gunslinger that, do, that doesn't really turn the ball over much. And I think that this season has been the transition for him where now he's able to trust his receivers. He's not holding the ball as long. He's getting the ball out quickly. And I think that overall, he's just been a, an efficient piece uh, to this offense. And also, he's a he's a threat to run with the football as well. Uh, and he's, I mean, we're talking a guy who's like 6'5", was he 6'5", 240, 250 at that? I mean, you know, like, th- th- he's a tank. And then, of course, you got to look at some of these weapons that he's got now. Trading for Stephon Diggs, I didn't think was going to work out in the end, but now I believe Diggs leads the league with like 1,500-plus yards and eight touchdowns. Or well, he leads the league in yards, but not in touchdowns. But there's a lot to like about the, you know, to, to like about the Buffalo Bills. I think that... Uh, their defense is still a little spotty, though. Um, you can run on them. I do. I, I, I do see that, and I think that the, one of the things that the Colts have done, uh, they've done a good job of finally. I don't know what took them so long. I have no idea what it was, but they finally realized that Jonathan. You know, what's his name? Jonathan. Um, it's skipping me right now. Jonathan Taylor. Dang man, see this happens when you get old. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, they're finally realizing that Jonathan Taylor is the bell cow that they drafted him to be. Uh, He averages about 8.4 yards per carry, so that's definitely a lot to like about that. And if you saw what Derrick Henry did to to the Buffalo Bills and, you know, rest in peace to Josh Norman, uh, he could probably do somewhat something similar. Um, You know, he's a big guy, a very physical runner. Has a little bit of wiggle to him as well. And the Colts offensive line, what they do best, obviously, is uh, they're good in the run game as well, especially when you have a guard like Quentin Nelson that he's running behind. Phillip Rivers I'm a little worried about, though. Uh, he This is kind of sort of the time where he tends to fizzle out. I'm not sure what the weather in Buffalo is going to be like, but I do know he'd much rather play in a dome. Doesn't really have a noodle arm, per se, but he is a little inconsistent, and he has been, especially in the last two games from what I saw. Um... I think that, uh, you know, the game itself will be pretty close. And I know Phillip Rivers mentioned a lot of people are pulling for him to make it to the Super Bowl, and I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, also, the Colts' defense is really good, too. Um, when you have guys like Darius Leonard um, that's uh, commanding that front seven at the mic, or I think he's not playing Mike anymore. They might have moved him to the uh, strong side linebacker position. Um, you also have... Um, I'm trying to remember which one of those two D tackles it was traded. Was it? I want to say it was Buckner. Yeah, DeForest Buckner. You have him in the middle as well. The secondary for them is also a little spotty. It'll be interesting to see uh, how the Colts secondary is going to handle Stephon Diggs. You got Cole Beasley in the slot, and um, 
You also have Andre, not Andre Roberts. I can't remember who the opposite receiver. See, I gotta, I can't get on here talking all this football and not knowing all the names. Uh, but <laughs> you get the gist. Uh, they have a bevy of weapons, and I, I don't see anybody holding uh, Stephon Diggs uh, for the from the Colts secondary. So um, I guess I'm just get to my pick with them. I'm gonna have to go with I'll say Bills thirty. I'll say Bills 34, Colts 21. Uh, I do think that uh, it'll be a close game, but I think eventually that's when Josh Allen will break out and uh, he'll take the lead from there. Oh, and not to mention, they also have a pretty nice bevy of running backs as well. They don't run the ball well, but um, Devin Singletary, you have TJ Yeldon, who I didn't realize that they moved him to third string. Um, and then you also have Zach Moss. So, uh, it, you know, it'll be it'll be dope. This will be a, one of the more exciting games today. Uh, next, you have the um, Seattle Seahawks. Excuse me. You have the Seattle Seahawks, and you have the um, L.A. Rams. That's going to be a a pretty tight match. This is the th- the third. What is it? The third time? Yeah, third time that they they face each other this year. So um, with them, I'm I'm interested to see. I'm not sure if Jared Goff is healthy. I'm not sure if Cooper Cup is healthy. But they would be a nice essential pieces. The matchup I want to look for, though, and I thought that DK Metcalf was going to eat uh, Jalen Ramsey's lunch, and that wasn't the case. Uh, but Jalen Ramsey's been balling out, man. Um, you, you, you know, I like that matchup with Jalen Ramsey on DK Metcalf because he's going to get him frustrated, and he's proved his worth uh, that he's actually going that you know that he's worth every penny that he was waiting for uh, that the Rams gave to him because you know. Two years prior, or for the past two seasons, McVay has always been known to give uh, mercenary money, large amounts of mercenary money to free agents, uh, who who in which they've either picked up in free agency or they traded for. And uh, that defense was at its peak, I think, in, during that 2018 season. And they, granted, they held the Patriots to, what was it, 10 points? But the offense just couldn't get anything stalled or started, so it was stalled by the Patriots. Um, you know, but, but again, their, their secondary is pretty solid, uh, for the Rams. That is, um, the Seattle Seahawks, it, I'll tell you what, and, I, and I'm just going to get to the pick now. I think, well, no, I'll go over both sides again. So, um, you know, with the, with the Rams defense, obviously, like I said, you have, um, Aaron Donald, you have Jalen Ramsey. Uh, I'm not sure if Tremaine Edmonds is still with the team, but, a lot, a lot of no names. I don't know Taylor Rapp. I mean, that, that's just a couple guys that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, they can hold their own. I would like to think so. Uh, putting Ramsey on DK, and then you kind of sort of leave the rest to everybody else. I mean, it'll be a nice matchup and a nice battle. Um, the Seahawks' offensive line is still continuing to struggle. I don't know why they don't give Russell Wilson any type of like help, especially at some of the the tackle positions. Like Mike Fetty is not a good tackle. I don't think so, or I think he's a guard, but he just doesn't have any help. Uh, they have a large amount of running backs uh, that, uh, you know, that, that can all, pre- they all pre- they can all pretty much do the same thing. I'm not sure if Rashad Penny's hurt this season or if he's out. I haven't, I haven't heard much from him, um, but, you know, as long as you got Russ, you got Super Russ and, you know, leading the command, I think that they should be all right. Depending on, I think, I am going to pick the Seahawks to win this game. Even if Jared Goff plays because he's playing with a hurt hand, I think it's his thumb. So I would still I would pick them to win. I'll take the Seahawks to win this. I'll say twenty eight to 20, 
28-27. No, I'll say 28-24. That's what I'll say. I'll say 28-24. You know, these matchups are pretty, um, you know, especially when it comes to division rivals, they're always pretty close. So I'll take the Seahawks to win this and edge them out 28-24. to uh, last game, uh, the primetime game, quote-unquote, at 7-15, uh, you have the uh, Washington football team uh, playing host to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, my bad, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that is. Now, this game to me is also pretty interesting because Mike Evans might be a game-time decision. And I, last I checked, I didn't see that he was on the report to play. I'm not sure how hurt he is. I mean, I, I didn't I didn't look at the injury. I just heard that he was hurt. So maybe I should have did that before I got on the pod. But um, they can they still have some good weapons, man. I mean, you still have Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown. This will be his breakout game, I think, because if the Redskins, not Redskins, if the Washington football team's uh, secondary or their secondary, if they can't hold any of these receivers, um. I think that I think that what's going to end up happening is that I think the game's going to get out of, out of control. Now, Washington has the best front four, I would say, and that's left in the playoffs. But the problem is, is they don't have the secondary to cover that. So if they can't get to Tom in a timely fashion, and I think that Chase Young is going to give Tristan Wirfs the works. I think he's going to give him some more. He's going to, he's going to cook. He might do all right, man. Uh, well, you got Chase Young. You got um, Sweat. You got, um, what's his name, Matt Ioannidis, and I think you also are going to have the rotation um, with Ryan Kerrigan in there as well. Uh, You know, there's a lot to like about this defense, but in the end, I just think that they may, you know, the key to them winning, the Redskins winning the game, I think defensively they have to get to Tom and and make him uncomfortable. You know, if you let Tom sit back there and be a statue, you know he's gonna he's, he'll pick you apart all game, and of course you have Gronk. Um, then you have the combination of Rojo, uh, Ronald Jones the third, as well as um, or is it the fourth? I don't remember. As well as Leonard Fournette. So, um, it'll be interesting to watch that to, to at least to see how things kind of sort of kind of sort of pan out there. Because Tom's going, he's going to need all the help that he can get. If the, you know, because it's like this isn't going to be an easy game. I don't think. I don't think so. Uh, especially if you got Riverboat Ron back there. Uh, you know, being the mastermind to this defense, uh, you know, this this could be a potential upset. I would say so. Um, and then, of course, you got Alex Smith, man, uh, the uh, in, you know comeback player of the year. Um, horrific, tragic story, man. But the way that he's been over, able to um, overcome that in the midst of COVID and start, you know, basically after Dwayne Haskins ends up getting released. Um, to come in and do what he's doing, man. I I, th- I think well, Haskins was released when he was released. Smith was already starting, but still, I mean, you guys get the gist of what I'm saying. Um, it'll be interesting to see to see what they do with him in the off season. Even though I know he's still under contract, I don't think the Redskins. Damn it, I don't think the Washington Football Team. It wouldn't it wouldn't be wise to pick up a uh, quarterback not in the first round. I think you give Smith another year to where he's healthy. He gets a grasp of the offense, and I think you guys can roll from there. Take this momentum that you have, and you apply that to next season. Because Smith is only 36 years old, 35, 36. So, yeah, man, I mean, you know, he's still got a lot of football left in him, especially playing quarterback. Um, So, and again, I mean, they got Terry McLaurin. I know he's not the healthiest. Um, 
I know that they have that running back. I can't from Memphis. I can't remember what his name is off the top of my head. I think his name is Antonio something. I don't remember. <laughs> but um, and Logan Thomas. I mean, he's been a pretty much a monster quarterback turned uh, tight end. So you know, for me, I think that uh, this is going to be a, a dog fight. I would say so. They're going to make Tom uncomfortable, and I think they may even get Tom to turn the ball over a couple times. I could definitely see that happening too. So. Um, I'm still going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win this game. I say Tampa Bay wins this game 24. I say they win 24 to 17. Tampa Bay, I think that Alex Smith may be able to muster up something in the beginning, but in the end, it just it's just not going to be enough. So, um, I thought I'd get this uh I thought I'd get this out before the games actually start for you know, within a couple couple hours or so. First game's at 105, so why not? But like I said, this is the Willing to Go Ham podcast. Doing my sports review for the wild card weekend. And I'm out.